the golden rule comes to mind. Uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But uh, I think Jesus stresses how we treat others. You are listening to The Living Room at TA, and I am Chaplain B. Luck, and I'm here with students and faculty members, and I'm so excited. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself. Who's here? Maya, are you here? I'm here. Yes. <laughs> Gabe, are you here? Right here. Good. Jaden, are you here? I made it. All right. I love that. <laughs> Blair, are you in the house? I'm here. Yes. And our special guest today, Ms. Wood. Ms. Wood, where you at? Good morning. Good morning. Yes. And, and Mr. Holman. Are you here? Hello. Hello. Yes, I love it. You know, the sun ending, I don't know about y'all, but that storm last night. Whoa. And by last I heard night, it. I'm talking about, yes, by, by last night, I'm talking about third. Because now we're in the new week, right? Um, yeah, that storm was wild. Uh, man. The it sounded was like the lightning and the so thunder. Loud. It was so loud. There was a yes. river in my backyard. There's a river in, in your backyard? That's not usually there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Do you have a tube? Flash flooding. <laughs> that's flash flooding, right? Yeah, that's flash flooding. <laughs> Oh man, I hope nobody got hurt last night for real. Yeah. So um, here we are, a new week, and we have a topic that I would say is burning headlines throughout the nation, right? Um, and so we are going to attempt to have this conversation um with a different spin on it right um because we're talking about it from a biblical place we're talking about it uh, from a place where young people are um uh, uh kind of guiding the conversation and leading us with their questions and thoughts um but just started how about we open up with the warrior All right, bow your heads and close your eyes for prayer. Heavenly Father, we are back again. We're here to ask for your blessing. We're here to ask for your spirit to come down and to be with us. Help us to enjoy our talk. Help us to learn something new. Help us to grow. Help us to change and help us to live like we've never lived before. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right, so how about we start Third. off with the word? Um, Amos 5, 21 okay. through 24. Okay, so I'm gonna be reading from the New Living Translation, okay? I hate all your show and pretense, the hypocrisy of your religion, festivals, and solemn assemblies. I will not accept your burnt offerings and grain offerings. <clears throat> I won't even notice all of your choice peace offerings. Away with your noisy hymns of praise. I will not listen to the music of your harps. Instead, I want to see a mighty flood of justice, an endless river of righteous living. Mm. Mm. Okay. All right. Who's got Micah 6? I do. 
with what shall I come before the Lord and bow myself before the high God? Shall I come before him with burnt offerings, with calves a year old? Will the Lord be pleased with thousands of rams, ten thousand rivers of oil? Shall I give my firstborn for my transgression, the fruit of my body for the sin of my soul? So when we think about um, those two texts, um, I'm just curious, right off the top, what kinds of things are you seeing or noticing? Um, anybody can jump in there. What kinds of, what, what's the imagery? What are you seeing? What are you hearing? What are you noticing? What's similar about the two? I see that God cares about how we treat others. That's what comes to me um, in hearing both of those texts. Mm, that's good. That's good. Others? Um, like Ms. Wood was saying, um, I think just to sort of expound on God cares how we treat others, I'd say that God is invested in how we treat others, and to him it's equally important as how we treat him. Mm. Okay. Maya, you were going to say something? Exactly what Gabe was going to say. It was <laughs> about exactly. It's about treating others and how you interact with other people. The uh, the golden rule comes to mind. Uh, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But uh, I think Jesus stresses how we treat others. And he kind of makes it seem like that there that's our greatest goal here on earth it's how we treat others and uh how we treat others we can see it in in how we treat the least of these mm. it's crazy what sorry blair go ahead i'll go after oh okay um i was gonna say that um the part about like how God doesn't want to see like the burnt offerings, the um, like religious festivals and all that kind of stuff. It kind of makes mm -hmm. me think like if you're not treating other people right, like with the part about justice, then like all of that stuff that you're doing for God doesn't really matter because he wants you to love others. Yeah. So my, um, I think it's, I think it's the Amos one. No, the Micah text. Um, it talks about how, no, sorry, it was the Amos, how he doesn't want to hear the noisy songs. It's like, so this is the, um, um, I think it's con Christian contemporary, contemporary English. And it's talking about how, like, you know, I don't want to hear your noisy songs and, um, offerings and like it, I'm not even listening to that. Um, I love what you just said, Blair. You were gonna say something else, Maya. Oh, I was gonna say this is why I love the message version. The message version spices up the Bible so much. It says, Do you know what I want? I want justice, oceans of it, I want fairness, rivers of it. That's what I want, all hmm. that I want. That was just pl plain and simple. This is what I do. You, do you know what I want? Mm. Did you ask what I did? You want to know what I want? This is what I want. Oh, yeah. It's it's like it's like this is God's love language. You know, like we talk about love languages and we talk about loving people the way that we want to be loved. And God is like, no, I don't want you to love me the way you want love. 
I want you to love me the way I want you loved, you know, and the way I want to be loved is that you would treat each other, not even just with kindness, with fairness. Like, do each other right. I like how That's Mr. Honest. I like how Mr. Honus, sorry to interrupt you, Chaplain B. Um, oh, you're good. But I really like how Mr. Honus said the least of these because a lot of times people translate treating others to treating like my family and treating my friends and people I know. And treating others is really treating everyone, you know, like the homeless man on the block or someone who you may not like very much. And I feel like a lot of people get lost in treating people that they like and treating people that they're okay with instead of, you know, also treating people that they may not know or treating people that make them uncomfortable. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, so I would like it if we could kind of break down the least of these. And can I just be honest that I don't really like that language. I know it's in the Bible, but I'm not really a fan of the least of these. I feel I like do that. what'd you say? Are you sure you want to see who the least of these are in this society? That's, oh. That might be troubling. I know. I just feel like when we say the least of these, it just makes it makes it seem like they're, these people are less valuable. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I feel like, in a sense, these are people... These are the people who we want to forget. These are the people that we want to place in the margins and never see them again, you know? Mm -hmm. And I guess in that respect, they are the least of these, right? Because who are the these? Who are, let's let's start there. Who are the these? The least of these. So the these are who? The people of high society, right? Mm -hmm. Right? If we're if we're because we're like, it's almost like saying that there's a measurement, there's a there's a there's a there's a I don't know, a hierarchy of people, right? Did you and say hierarchy? Yeah, right, right. It's like yeah. a hierarchy, right? My this, this past week, hierarchy uh, from greatest to least. To least. Who was at the bottom? The slaves. Mm -hmm. Who was the slave uh, from the very beginning of recorded time? It was anyone who was captured uh, mm -hmm. in battle, but it could have been black, it could have been white, it could have been, um, it could have been Indian, it could have been anybody. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you were a slave at one point, you were the least of these. Mm -hmm. Or if mm -hmm. you were a laborer, you were the least of these. So social, social studies wise, you, you the least of these are the people at the bottom of the hierarchy. I'm sorry. I yeah. No, 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 you did it. That was it. And I know that least is a very, um, it's not a very nice term. Okay, like yeah. the chap yeah. was saying. However, I think uh, God wanted to make sure that we understood who he was talking about. Yeah. Yes. Drive that point home that we need to treat that uh, homeless vet that maybe, you know, has uh, suffering from a mental illness, just yeah. like we would treat, you know, our brother or our sister, someone that's of the, that goes to church with us and, you know, is dressed nicely um, every week. Mm. Wow. So that brings us to the idea of being Jesus's hands and feet on the earth, right? I mean, when I think about these two texts, I also think about the reality of what Jesus did, how Jesus modeled um, 
caring for the least of these, not just respecting our honor. Like he cared. He 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 honored the least of these, right? Um, he went out of his way to honor and respect children. How many of us realize that children, children, the very young and the very old in our society, like American society, mm-hmm. other societies, they treat children and, and, and elders very well, right? Yeah. But here in America, how do we treat children and elders? And I think it's very profound that you say that because even, um, you know, when you have people that go to the nursing home to minister or places like that, you know, it's kind of, I mean, when I go and I, I don't want to say I'm bad for feeling this way, but sometimes you just feel so disconnected from the people that are there, the older people who aren't necessarily you know, like you. And so you go and you know, you're like shuffling along, keeping your extremities to yourself because you're like, yeah, I don't want to touch them. I don't want to like mingle. And I think, I think it's really bad, but I feel like our society has sort of bred a culture that people like them are to be avoided or they're not, I guess, equal as, you know, people who are of great health and people who are young and have vitality in their bones, you know? Wow. I really appreciate you being transparent right there because that that freed a lot of people right there, Gabe, talking about how we minister to people who are in nursing homes. We we don't do a very good job at, at, at getting down and dirty, right? We kind of, you know, like you said, keep our extremities to ourselves. We, we might extend a hand to shake, but while we're shaking our hands, we're thinking, where is the sanitizer? Right. I would say the same is true when we go to minister to people who are incarcerated. You know, um, that I'll be honest, that there's been times that I go that I've gone into the prisons to to do work. And, um, you know, my first thought is I don't want to touch because not necessarily because of dirt, but also just because I'm a woman. And a lot of times I've, when I've gone into prisons to do poetry or to minister, a lot of times I'm going in to visit with men. And I get very, as just as a woman, I get a little, um, I, feel the, I feel my fragility or my vulnerability being around a group of men. And I might be the only woman or I might be the only person in the room. Um, and so I, I get very cautious, right? But if I, in that moment, am being Jesus's hands and feet, that's not to say that we shouldn't be, um, what do you call it, vigilant, right? But it doesn't mean that we can't be with the people.